confused. My name is Frank Cho, and you're listening to Something right, Super guys, Podcast. Back to another episode of Something Super Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mark. And guys, this week we had a big drop. We have She-Hulk, attorney at law, coming out uh, very soon, actually. And I mean, let's get some hot takes, Mark. I want to hear, you know, we were talking just before we started recording. I want to hear what you have to say. So this was when I first saw like the huge list of everything that they were going to be doing between Secret Wars, She-Hulk, you know, Moon Knight, everything we've gotten so far between WandaVision, all that. Like this was kind of lower on the list for me as far as like excitement or like hype, just because for me, like, number one, I'm not that familiar with the character. I know bits and pieces of her backstory, but nothing too, too crazy. Like for me, I've just never liked the way that the MCU has handled Hulk. I think the only one that's really come close was honestly um, Edward Norton, I feel. Uh, Hulk is like, he's just such an OP character. I mean, you have World Under Hulk. There's, you know, like Hulk War, Planet Hulk. Like, he's such a powerful character. And I feel like they just nerfed him so much in the MCU. I get you like you have to because it's like the Flash, like. Do you really need the Justice League when the Flash can literally probably do everything in 30 seconds? Sure. Like, like Batman, like none of Batman's villains really have like super, super powers. They just have like a lot of high tech, which and a lot of fucking daddy issues. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, like all them, like Flash could easily just round all them up in a night. Like it'd be done, donezo. Maybe the only person you might have troubles is like Deathstroke, maybe. So for me, I get it. Like with Hulk, it's like, it's supposed to be the angrier he gets, the stronger he gets. And I mean, they've had multiple chances to kind of like show that, like, especially in Thor Ragnarok, like when he's the champion, like that was a prime time to really show like how strong Hulk can be. But then they dumbed it down and, you know, he cheats and Thor gets somehow tased by electricity, which I still don't understand how that worked, but hey. But for me, I don't know. I feel like Mark Ruffalo, he's a great actor. But like I was saying before we started recording, like I feel like he goes too far in the opposite direction with his Bruce Banner. Like up until probably Infinity War, he's really a coward. Like he doesn't do much fighting and all that. But like there's a couple things in this that I do like. So the first thing was like in the 2008 film with Edward Norton, like, a big, big part of him controlling Hulk was meditation. He was, you see him like train with like monks doing training exercises. And he, at the end, he's like, he's meditating again when he finally like his eyes change. It looks like, you know, he finally controls Hulk and all that. So, and there's a scene in the trailer where like he's sitting down and it looks like he's showing her like how to meditate. Cause they specifically say like, it's brought on through hers is brought on through anger and fear. So, and that's how like she transforms. So it's kind of like, I like that they're kind of doing that. The thing I'm excited for is number one, this is going to be a nine episode series rather than our usual six that we've been getting. I think they're half hour episodes though. So it'll probably be about the same length, just more episodes. But you can do so much with this series as far as world building that it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You could bring in Daredevil. You could bring in vampires, werewolves. You could bring in and explain any villain that we have so far because like me and you have said multiple episodes this phase really seems scatterbrained yeah and 
I don't know if that's their intention. I don't know if it's just scheduling stuff and maybe like, I know, especially at the beginning of this phase, a lot of stuff had to be moved around because of COVID. So I don't know if that had to play into it or whatever, but like, there's a lot of things that you could do here. You could bring in the Thunderbolts. You could bring in Daredevil. You could bring in, like I said, werewolves, vampires. Like we know vampires exist because of uh, Eternals. We know Blade's lurking around somewhere. She want they want her to be the face. So, uh, what did you think of the fact that this is actually seems to be on the West Coast? I know you're a huge West Coast Avengers fan. I know that you're really excited to see if they go that direction. And this looks like it primarily takes place in either looks like they're in Mexico for a little bit of like when she's training, but it looks like her firm and where she lives is like California. I mean, honestly, I think that would be awesome if this was like the first step in that direction. I think another big thing that we get here is this is a two-parter actually. So obviously at this point, Bruce Banner is, you know, consistently the Hulk or he at least has like full control over his ability to switch back and forth. So he's going to train her in that, that capability. But I also, from the trailer, at least it seems like she already has her wits about herself as she Hulk. Like she's not the angry, uncontrollable monster that the Hulk was. Right. Like she comes out of the gate, just kind of doing her own thing. And like, they show you her existing in the world, I guess, because Banner sort of paved the way just as She-Hulk. She wants to be normal, obviously, because it, we don't really know how she transforms into She-Hulk yet. But I don't think it was her choice. You know, whatever the 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 outcome of the, the accident that caused this was, it's not her call. You know, it's not like with, with Banner, he was working with gamma radiation, like purposefully, you know, knew he had the... He ran the risk of having some shit happen. Like she's just like, I just want to be a normal fucking person. So, you know, I, I think it's going to be an interesting take on things and having Bruce Banner as your mentor, like the only other person in the world that understands what the fuck you're going through is helping you. Like that's huge. Right. And like you said, I know in the trailer, like even Banner says like, you didn't ask for this, like showing that whatever happened, one theory that I was reading that I really like is that possibly it's something with their DNA. So like their family, she's his niece. Okay. So the theory I was reading was because in the comics, it's a blood transfusion. Bruce, she's dying. Bruce gives her a blood transfusion. Then that's how she gets the Hulk powers. What people are saying is this, is that it might've been in Endgame when Hulk snaps because that emits radiation and infects pretty much everybody with gamma radiation. So it could have been, that could have been the triggering factor to warp her DNA to become, because we saw the car accident. So what if when Hulk snapped, it brought back, because people got brought back like wherever they were at the time, right? Because like Yelena was yeah. in the, because Yelena was like in the bathroom of the house and then like she just came back in that house. Yeah. So I'm wondering, maybe she, she wasn't snapped. She's driving down the road. Whoever was that was in the road just comes back. She has to swerve off. The snap then warps her DNA, and then she changes to kind of, like, save herself like Hulk does. Like, you saw Bruce Banner in the 2008 film. He said he straight, he tries to shoot himself, and Hulk, like, spits out the bullet. Yeah. And they even referenced that moment in the MCU 
like I remember Mark Ruffler, I want to say it was Age of Ultron was like, yeah, I tried to like, he was like, what if we just shot you or something like that? He's like, yeah, the big guy doesn't like that so much. Yeah. So I, I think seeing this from a, a female's perspective rather than a male's perspective, because she does make the point because he's like, you know, your fears, your fear and your anger is what your controls your power. And she's like, that's like every day for me. Right. Which again, it's, it's a different side of, you know, what the Hulk is. Cause what we know so far in the MCU is Hulk is just a guy who's pissed off and is kind of doing his own thing and has to get it under control or else it's going to be a problem. Uh, and between infinity war and Endgame is sort of when banner does his testing and figures out how to make himself smart and strong at the same time. Uh, so whether this is a new advancement in the the genetics of his family, and now we're just able to skip right to the, the good part here, or, you know, whether it's some shit that he does that we don't get to see, because obviously we don't see everything. They're not going to give us everything in the one trailer that they've dropped for us, but maybe he helps train her, or maybe he does an experiment on her that allows her to gain control of it quickly, because at the one point, he does the testing with her with the you know, saws coming out of the wall and she does rip the door off immediately like she's pissed off. So maybe she's just angry with him or maybe she's unable to control it at first. So I'm curious to see the direction they go in with that. Yeah. And when you bring up like between the time between Infinity War and Endgame, one thing I noticed because I like watched it like 0.25 speed or whatever, like I slowed it down. The saws are actually Stark Industries. It says Stark Industries. Like when she first crushes it, if you stop it, you can read Stark on the blades. So I'm wondering if maybe Tony and him built that lab and worked together during that time period. Well, no, because he didn't come back until Endgame. He was in space. Maybe Stark just built it for him, and that's where he was held up for whatever it was, 18 months or however long he says in Endgame. Yeah. But either way, like there's Stark tech there. And also another thing that they show is um, we get a bomb, we get an abomination. We get Blonsky where he's in yeah. the cell that it looks like he's in getting taken back to in Shang-Chi. So I'm wondering if maybe I'm assuming she's going to represent him and he's trying to quote unquote reform. And maybe those like that underworld, that underground fighting tournament, like maybe he's paired with Wong because maybe Wong's kind of training him in how to be a hero. And maybe this will be the start of the Thunderbolts. That would be awesome. Now, <clears throat> sadly, the man who played Thunderbolt Ross is in our world uh, currently dead. And it's not like the snap's going to bring him back. So maybe they'll bring someone else in to be the red hulk you know however you know they i mean christ they fucking retconned roadie in I one mean, movie so see but that's an easier fix because literally you could just do what you did with hulk just be like oh he's just always red hulk now and then it's just, he's just a cgi character and then you can make his voice whatever you want sure so but i would i don't know i've always like because what's his name is it timothy ross or Rolf? yeah i believe Timothy Roth that plays Blonsky. Um, I really liked him in the 2008 film. I'm happy that they're kind of bringing him back to keep that continuity. Yes, I think that's and, awesome. Yeah, and I mean, they also show, uh, I can't remember her name. I want to say Titanium. 
is the her like main villain's name i think you see her at the end that's who she's fighting in the courtroom with yeah. the red hair but she gets her powers from alien tech okay so i'm wondering if whatever she uses to get her powers comes from the spider first spider-man movie when you saw them kind of uh salvaging all the chitauri tech yeah and that would be awesome because again like you said as far as world building goes marvel i mean they sat down like 15 years ago and just like drew a fucking web of how shit's gonna tie into shit and i'm all about it obviously i'm a big marvel guy but the fact that you know even over a decade later they're still tying shit into all these other movies somehow and I love it. And it would be super cool to see, all right, you know, and I hate to say it, Captain Marvel got her powers from the fucking, from space, technically, the space stone. Yeah. But then, you know, you have a bunch of characters that have cosmic type powers. That is just a difference. Sorry, this is a different spin on it. Wow, there we go. English. I'll try it again. So, (laughs) but yeah, so we'll, you know, obviously we'll be covering all nine episodes. This probably won't be as big because I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Mark. Like it's, it is what it is. Like we might do a three episode break, you know, every couple of weeks just to give you guys updates on it. I mean, it's not a show that I'm like, oh my God, I need this to come out. Like Obi-Wan, I'm, I'm hyped for that. Same. But, you know, this is a show that I obviously want to watch. I want to, I want to give it its chance, you know, give it its due like I did with Morbius, even though it was hot garbage. And just go from there. I mean, if if we can make it happen, you know, we can keep you guys updated and, and do what we got to do. But yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of a 50-50 right now on this. Like, I want to watch it because it's Marvel, but I'm also like, eh, I, could, I could go without it and still be okay. Yeah, like the only other thing that I could think of from the trailer that I really kind of liked was their self-actualization. like Because what, what does she say at the end? She's like, I'm not a superhero. That's only for uh billionaire like philanthropists that are oh, yeah. She, adult. yeah she's not she doesn't want to be part of the avengers because she's not an yeah. orphaned child <laughs> yeah she's like <laughs> she's like that seems to strictly be for billionaires and adult uh orphans which is funny because like that tony stark technically t'challa now peter parker like so it's just kind of funny like her take on it and i mean the She-Hulk character always was like a satire of everything. Like, yeah. as far as superhero go, like the superhero genre goes. I mean, like I said, I'm, I'll watch it, but I don't know how much faith I'm putting into it yet. I'm much more excited for other stuff that we're getting ready for. Secret Wars, Obi-Wan, like oh, yeah. you said. Armor um, Wars, Ironheart. Right. Like, we're getting so many other shows and stuff that I just can't wait for and we're kind of in that low period we had dr strange we had moon knight like i just i'm just really interested to see how they tie this all together in this phase because right now i mean i'm I'm lost i'll be completely honest like i'm a hundred percent lost at what their view is for this phase yeah it's it's different it's dark it's grittier but again it's all over the fucking place so i'm a little confused but i'm also I'm fine with it, to be honest with you. I think they needed a shakeup from your classic, you know, your your big three, your Thor, Iron Man, and Cap. Like, and don't get me wrong, these guys, they played their parts. They have, 
110% knocked every fucking movie that they've done out of the park, whether the writing was bad or not. Like they did their parts. They acted their fucking asses off and here we are. But uh, I want to see when the dust settles sort of where phase four is moving to move into phase five and like what their idea was the entire time. Cause I'm sure they have one. I may not see it yet. You may not see it yet, but there is something hopefully there a framework of some kind of futuristic plan that they have in here. So we got Thor yeah. Love and Thunder coming up as well soon. So there's a, there's a lot of stuff dropping out that we're going to be giving good coverage for you guys. I mean, it kind of irks me too that literally Hulk's been around since like the first Avengers movie and like he hasn't gotten a solo film yet and or even did, a series. I think it's because they did the two prior solo films that, I mean, it's just Mark Ruffalo himself hasn't gotten a movie yet. Right. I mean, I get that they did the two other films, but it's like, at least give him something. I think it would be done way better with Mark Ruffalo alone, even if it's, you know, a crossover with like one or two other characters somewhere in there, just, you know, a onesie, one-off character, something. Even if they did it by himself, whatever, I don't care, but like, it would still be good because the MCU putting their magic touch on it. I mean, don't get me wrong. The other ones were good, but like the CGI wasn't great. Right. What Marvel does is fucking eons, leaps and bounds beyond where the fuck they were back in 2008. So, but what else are you excited for? Uh, honestly, I, I already said it. Obi Wan, I think, is going to be a big one. And I agree with you. I don't really want any spoilers. So, watching a trailer may be a, a tough break for me, but I'm also looking forward to Thor Love and Thunder. It's one of the big ones coming up. Uh, you know, we're going to be posting some stuff online, guys. Let us know if you want to do another giveaway for tickets to go see Love and Thunder, because that's something that I am more than willing to do for every one of our listeners. Uh, we'll do a nice big giveaway, just like we did last time for Multiverse of Madness, because this is another big movie that's coming out that I'm definitely excited for. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see what they do with the Thor character. It seems like they're starting to retire the OG Avengers, so I'm wondering if this is going to be like his send-off, because he's still going to be the first character to get four solo films correct so and like it's thor love and thunder but i'm wondering how much of it is actually thor you know what i mean i feel like if they're gonna be handing off the torch is it gonna start being more of natalie portman yeah natalie portman i don't know why i just blanked on her name for a second but like yeah i just I don't know. I'm just excited to see where they go with this and see what comes next. Yeah, I dude, I, I could not agree more. I think Natalie Portman's going to kill it. Uh, she's a great actress. And I mean, just from the, the set photos that I've seen, it looks fucking awesome. The new costumes are like a one. So oh, I love Thor's new costume from the first uh, trailer. Yeah, the, like the it's and gold, much brighter. Yeah, that looks really good. So, I mean, that's really all I've got as far as the stuff that I'm excited for. You know, we got a lot of things in the pipeline, but coming up more recently, I think those are the three big ones for me. Yeah, I mean, number one for me is going to be Obi-Wan. Number two would probably be Thor. Like, there's just so much that we're going to get ready to have and everything. And I mean, you're we should... I, I can't think of, I know Flash got pushed. I don't know what other DC movies got pushed yet. I haven't really checked on that stuff, but like as, as far as recently, I mean, DC has been knocking it out of the park between the suicide squad, uh, the 
um, Zack Snyder, Justice League. Uh, we have Aquaman 2 coming out where Natalie, or not Natalie Portman, well, Amber Heard's Amber apparently Heard. getting like slowly etched out as she digs herself deeper during her trial. Um, I'm okay with this. So am I. Like, as of, I know before the trial, she was at only like 10 minutes of screen time. And now that they like fucking no screen time, fuck you. <laughs> well, WB just had a huge like emergency meeting. So I'm wondering if they, they're going to go in and do, and I think Aquaman got pushed. So I'm wondering if they are going to fully cut her out and just do reshoots and just take her out of it, which would be kind of crazy. Cause like if they do go back to building Zack Snyder's world, she was like a huge part of the, she was part of the team in the nightmare. So I don't know what they're going to do there, but I'm, I'm, I'm just excited for everything that's coming. Star Wars. We got the boys getting ready to come out. They just dropped the trailer. Like I haven't even watched that yet, to be honest with you, but I'm hyped for it. It's, it looks like it's going to be good. I'm here. Let's get it. So, I mean, if that's all you've got, that's all I've got. Uh, you know, we got a lot of stuff to cover here and, uh, I mean, like I said, we'll be doing a Hulk or yeah, Hulk Thor, love and thunder ticket giveaway. So guys be on the lookout for that and, uh, we'll drop some hard dates soon in the near future. All right. Last but not least, check us out on Instagram and Facebook at something super podcast on Twitter at SS podcast 52. And guys, listen to us on all of your major streaming platforms. If you could do me a huge favor and share us with one of your friends or family members, just one, get our listeners and, you know, everybody do your part, share it out a little bit and share the love. That's all I'm asking for. So lastly, I'm Steve. I'm Mark. And we'll catch you guys next week.